The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor Q&B. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. We move to our guest now, Stephen Major, Global Head of Fixed Income Research at HSBC. So perhaps a few comments uh, first, Stephen, about the Fed meeting today and the comments from Jay Powell afterwards. He pretty much uh, scoffed at really worrying too much about recession, almost as though he will uh, brush aside whatever the GDP print is this week. He's really focused on the jobs market. And I wonder what your thoughts are on could we be anywhere near a recession when the job market is that strong yeah well uh, let's remember the the fed is well served by maintaining an optimistic uh, tilt on the economy i mean that they're they're not going to be going out of their way to be pessimistic about the economy i mean that they 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 have some responsibility right to people's uh, sentiment and confidence and uh, in a way I think their outlook on growth is skewed normally to the upside. And, and that means if, if they've got that bias to expecting better growth than is normally coming through, that means they're not going to really have a recession in their numbers. Uh, so I think recession probability is going up, but they can't admit it. And uh, to your point, the connecting the growth and the jobs, it is a bit of a challenge to work out why it is the unemployment is so low, so jobs, uh, the market is so strong for jobs when the economy is clearly weakening. And, and, and that must speak to the quality of the jobs, perhaps. Um, and uh, uh, I think that that's probably one of the best explanations, unless the numbers are just wrong. Uh, but, 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 but my sense is um, what the Fed says about growth and recession should be taken with a pinch of salt. Thank you. <laughs> a pinch of salt. Talk about uh, what we can see then in, in the fixed income market and how much further, I guess, we see the curve flatten too here. Well, you've got an inverted curve now between the twos and tens on the coupon curve. As, as you guys will know, the Fed has gone out of its way to put the focus more on the front end forward or the near-term forward, that's the 18-month that's the forward, three-month rate. And, and there's a reason for this. Um, the, the coupon curve, uh, the bond curve, can be very distorted. We've had inversions in the past with the Fed uh, already in easing mode. Mm. Uh, we've had a, a recent inversion with very high inflation and a hawkish Fed. Uh, there's been inversions when, uh, at the turn of the century, it was about the strong yeah. fiscal position. We've talked about uh, the Fed's 75 basis point hike sending a clear message. When it comes to China, though, as you point out, the focus shifting to support the economy. Tell us why you've reduced your conviction on China government bonds. Well, they, they've had a very good run for the last 18 months. And I think most investors will have noticed that, that uh, whilst the 
the yield on China has decoupled from the rest of the world and, and the volatility has been low, uh, the prospects for rate cuts have really diminished. So, so the, the, it's becoming a bit of a rates trade between China and the U.S., where uh, U.S. yields have been coming down, and the potential is that maybe slowly and modestly Chinese yields could be going up. And, and, and that could be in response to the fiscal loosening coming through, which I think is the main thrust of policy. Thank you. If, if, yeah, if China is getting uh, close to the end of that cycle, how close are we to the end of the of the hiking cycle in the west and we've been talking about the fed because they met today and there's just so much dissonance in the markets um two of the heavyweights and i I think i would put you in their category uh um, scott minard says the central bank is slowing down too soon jeff gundlock says that the fed is no longer behind the curve where are we in terms of the objective yeah so the policy is responding to the data and the data comes with a lag the peak for yields was already in, and we can see that from the way the 10-year has moved, the way the forwards have moved since the last FOMC meeting in June. So, so the market has made its decision already, mm. uh, and I think that's right. Uh, uh, the Fed would be concerned, though, if the market gets too far ahead, because, as I think you mentioned before, financial conditions start to loosen again. And an important tool for them, or a part of the policy at least, is to is to tighten financial conditions. And so, it doesn't work if the market is front running the Fed too much. And I guess that could be the fear here: um, that the yields have come down, maybe a bit too much for the Fed's liking. You point there to the data that they're looking and the fact that we are seeing these moves in conjunction with that. As we look ahead to data points becoming even more important as we're looking about these recessionary fears, what are, what are you kind of looking at at HSBC? Well, it, the same as everybody, uh, but, but the, the fast-moving data is probably more to do with housing and jobs. Um, I think I think most people are going to be focusing on on the big releases for the CPI PCE. I, uh, I guess there's Jackson Hole in August, and that's a bit of an unknown right now. Uh, so, so I, I think everyone's looking at the same thing. Uh, uh, for, for many people in the real economy, it feels like a recession anyway. Mm. So, so whether economists are calling this a recession or not is really semantics. It already might feel like a recession. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm really puzzled by that because I've heard yeah. that um, that average people feel like they're in a recession, but yet the jobs market is pretty strong. You've already hinted that maybe those jobs aren't so great. But is it is it primarily inflation then that is driving that thinking, or what is it? Well, the inflation reduces the real disposable income. Again, that's kind of economist speak, isn't it? In plain English, people have got less money in their pockets. <laughs> that means they consume less, and, and consumption is, is what drives the GDP. So so they've got less money to spend. And uh, I think if you were to overlay or interact the wealth inequality and income inequality with the debt stock, you'll, you'll get a powerful effect. Again, in plain English, uh, a lot of the people on lower incomes are also the ones who have got the debt, so they could be more sensitive to the increased rates. And, and, and just I very, think the Fed, but yeah, please. I was just going to say very quickly: is it is it the concern about housing affordability too? Yeah, we, we've, we've we've seen mortgage rates what five to six percent. So, so uh, that really does have a big impact on the new mortgage market. 
and that could be worth what 15% of, of the entire uh, stock there. So, so it, it, it seems to me that that's going to be a key a key feature. It's mortgages, the price of credit in general, mm-hmm. getting loans. It's tough. All right, Stephen. Thank you, Stephen Major, Global Head of Fixed Income Research at HSBC, with us here on Daybreak Asia. This is Bloomberg. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.